everyone. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday. It's October 15th. It's 2020, and we're going to talk about the two-game baseball slates. Um, Astros able to avoid elimination with a win on Wednesday, and the Dodgers um, won the game in the first inning, the top of the first inning, it, it seemed like, um, with a record-breaking 11 runs um, against the Braves and um, Kyle Wright. So this should be an interesting one. You know, we're looking at, like, you know, game five for Tampa and Houston. So it, it's likely potentially going to be a bullpen game. Um, you know, we could see, like, Valdez versus Snell in this one um, and just kind of see, you know, pitch counts really watched uh, – but um or we could see bullpen games from both teams here so um gonna have to check with that one as far as um you know we'll i'm sure we'll get some news before lock on that one and you'll be able to kind of decide how you want to approach it here um but you know we'll talk about it as we get going here and then Kershaw is supposed to pitch, assuming that like he doesn't have any setbacks in the uh, morning workouts or anything like that. And then like Bryce Wilson is going to pitch for the Braves. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how this all kind of um, work works out. Um, but let's get started here with the Rays and Astros um, game five, Tampa up three to one in this one. So we're gonna go off the assumption that it is going to be Valdez and Snell. Um, that's what I've seen so far reports-wise. So that's what I'm going to go off of, um, you know, always starting with the, you know, visiting pitcher here. Um, if it is Snell, like, it's hard not to have some interest in Blake Snell in this spot. Um, you know, we obviously have Kershaw is assuming that he pitches and has no issues. Um, like I do think he's the, the top pitcher on the slate. And I think a lot of people will agree with that. I don't, I don't think it's too crazy. So, um, looking at Snell on the season, you know, decent strikeout rate against righties, 26.1%, but he's been dominant against lefties. Going to see a mostly right-handed heavy lineup here. They usually will play um, Tucker and Brantley. And they don't really change around their lineup too much. So, you know, I think those two guys would be in. I think it's it's tough sledding for those two guys in this matchup against Snell. But, again, if it's going to be a bullpen game, uh, you really never know what you're going to get. So, a Snell pitch game one, if he does go in this one, I would assume it's going to be like – 70 80 pitches um so on a four game slate that's fine he should still outscore like any like reliever or anything like that um that we would play instead of him so definitely don't mind you know playing blake snell in this one um and then on the other side valdez i don't hate valdez here the only thing that like worries me a little bit if it is valdez is like how deep are they going to let him go, you know, facing elimination? Um, and then, like, not even just, like, facing elimination and, and, like, how deep they're going to go, but, like, 
how deep are they going to let him go if he starts, you know, giving up some runs and stuff? Like this is a must-win game for Houston, so I worry about that too. This is going to be a day game too, um, which could potentially help the bats a little bit in this one. But so overall, don't have a ton of interest in Valdez. Um, you know, especially like I said, if it ends up being a, a bullpen game. You know, it's just hard to fully trust anything that we're going to see as far as like the Houston pitching in this one. So, and, and like, kind of goes for Tampa too, you know, just because we really don't know what to fully expect from Tampa, even if it is Snell, like, how deep is he going to go? Um, you know, just stuff like that. Uh, as far as the bats in this game, starting here with, um, Tampa, Aruz Arena, like this guy is just, he is on one of the hottest streaks I've ever seen. Um, I love baseball. I've been watching baseball for a long time. And um, he's just, he's just crushing. Like, it's just awesome to see. Um, It's cool to watch and, you know, it's fun. Like whether or not you like the Rays or the Astros, if you like the Astros, it's probably not fun. But if you don't have, any like rooting interest in this one, then it's probably a ton of fun to watch um, a Rosarina here. Just absolutely crushing. Brandon Lau has been very, very cold. They gave him a day off. Um, he pinch hit late in the um, top of the ninth. And he, he just looks lost at the plate right now. So it'd be interesting to see what they do with him. Brasu at, you know, 385 ISO against lefties. So if it is Valdez, I don't mind Brasu. Um, Renfro is always another guy, you know, you always were, you obviously worry about like the pinch hit risk, but on a two game slate, I'm a little bit more amped to take, um, you know, shots like that. So, um, I, I don't mind taking some shots on him in this one. So for me, as far as Tampa goes, like a Rose arena, if, if Margo bats lead off, I don't hate him. Um, probably going to stay away from Brandon Lau. If he beats me, he beats me. But like I said, he just, he looks really lost at the plate right now. Just watching his at bat, like even just in this game, you know, he's just, he's struggling and he's, he's really struggled throughout the playoffs. And, you know, it wasn't really shocking that they kind of gave him a day off. Um, but um, on the Houston side of things, Assuming that it is um, Blake Snell here, I don't mind Springer and Altuve. Like they hit left-handed pitching really well. I don't want to play Brantley or Tucker in this one. I mean, you can like if you're playing a bunch of teams, I, I think you can play those guys and just kind of hope that like Snell doesn't go deep into the game, and uh, you get some at bats against righties. Like even even Tucker and Brantley both hit left-handed pitching well. It's just like Blake Snell is actually he's just really good um against lefties. So like I don't wanna I don't wanna take that shot. Um so in like a single entry or like a three entry max. Um you know, playing Brantley against the lefty the other day, Yarbrough, um at low ownership, you know, won me money. So I completely understand why you would do it. It's just I think this is a much tougher matchup than facing like Ryan Yarbrough here. So um 
Springer Altuve, like Gary L Diaz, these guys hit lefties. Like, I don't know if I'd fully stack this one, but again, like it's such a small slate that you're going to need the, you're going to need the bats that go off kind of in this one. So I don't hate taking some shots on some of these Houston bats. I think a lot of people are going to target the bats um, from the Dodgers again. Not saying they're bad plays. So, you know, filling in the Dodgers with with um, Houston and Tampa, I think is definitely a way to kind of approach the slate. Um, the other game, we got the Dodgers and the Braves. Like I said, it's going to be Clayton Kershaw and Bryce Wilson, nine total. Uh, Dodgers big time favorite in this one. Shouldn't really shock anybody that the Dodgers are favored here. Um, you know, Clayton Kershaw, one of the best pitchers in baseball. Like I said, assuming that he is good to go, um, I, I think the workload is fine. We can trust the workload here. He's the best pitcher on the slate. Um, you know, just kind of like looking at like the Braves, they've struggled against left-handed pitching this season. You know, I talked about this yesterday and I've been talking about it, but like, I don't want to just like instantly write them off here. Like Albies has been hitting the ball really well in the playoffs. And like, he's a guy that's been notoriously really good against lefties. Um, you know, Patchy, they called him up and I say called him up that they're using him in this, um, series. And like he, he showed a little bit of power um, and has a little bit of power against lefties. So it's Clayton Kershaw. And if he's healthy, he is going to be really tough to beat here. Um, if he's not healthy, it's beatable. And he's definitely going to be the highest stone pitcher on this slate. I'd be shocked if he's not. Um, so, yeah. And then, like, on the other side of this game, as far as pitching goes, we got Bryce Wilson. Bryce Wilson has a 5.3 XFIP on the season. Um, you know, the Braves pitching rotation banged up with some injuries, and, like, it's it's definitely going to hurt them in a long series. And, like, they just – with Kyle Wright getting crushed yesterday, this team just needs as much of a solid start as Bryce Wilson can give them here. Um I probably won't play Bryce Wilson. Like I said, I think pitching on this slate is somewhat tough because I want to play the bats in this game um, outside of like the bats on the Dodgers side of things. So uh, let's talk Dodgers bats. You know, Bryce Wilson, he struggled to both sides of the plate. Doesn't really strike lefties out. And like, if you can't strike out these lefties, Seager, Muncie, Bellinger, Peterson, Rios was back. Um, if you can't strike out these lefties, you're in trouble. So, you know, I, I like really like all the Dodgers bats. I think they're all phenomenal plays here. Betts, Turner, Smith, you know, the righties as well as the lefties. Um, they're the top play in the slate. And, you know, if you played on Wednesday slate and you, you know, you tried to be contrarian by not playing the Dodgers. I don't necessarily think that was a bad strategy by any means. Um, 
it obviously didn't really work out. Um, but like, don't be afraid to do it again. Like, don't be afraid to fade the Dodgers here, um, to be different, to be contrarian, to try to get a unique team on a two game slate, uh, where we're going to see payouts in, in most tournaments, um, especially like larger tournaments, um, you know, payouts are going to be pretty top heavy here. So overall, like looking at the Dodgers bats, I think they're the best team to play on this slate. Um, but they're also going to be the highest owned team to play on this slate. You know, everybody's going to be talking about how the bats came alive and they hit the ball really well. Like they're expensive, but it's still not hard to make it work. Um, you know, Jock Peterson is 3.3 K if Rios is in there, he's 2.8 K. So there's plenty of easy ways, um, you know, to make it work here. So, um, the Braves bats, man, they're going to be a team that is going to be very, very, very low owned on a two game slate. Cause they're facing Clayton Kershaw and, it could easily not work and Clayton Kershaw could go out and dominate this team. But like, I don't see a lot of different ways or a bunch a different, a bunch of ways to really be different, really try to get those unique builds on the slate. And I think the Braves bats have the upside to break the slate on any slate that they're on. They also have the ability to stink. Um, so Looking at this spot, I think if you're not if you're if you're not going to play Kershaw, you stack the Braves. You get the ultimate leverage there. If maybe Kershaw feels back spasms in the first inning, and the Braves stack goes off against the Dodgers bullpen, um, and, and just like you're different enough that you know you're you're contrarian, you're getting those you know unique teams. Um, so. I think that's a way to potentially try to be different on this slate. Um, if you are playing Kershaw, I still don't mind, you know, trying to maybe get like Ozuna or Albies in there. Um, like if you're not playing out Tuve, you're probably looking at Albies, uh, maybe Brasu. Um, but overall, I do think that, um, this one's interesting. Like just thinking about like the ownership that Kershaw is going to get and how low owned the Braves bats are going to be in general. Like I'm not saying it's going to work by any means. Um, but I do think that again, like all it takes is some back spasms, Kershaw out, like, you know, bullpen, and you get like the max leverage. You get the max leverage. So I wouldn't go too crazy with it. If you're playing some large field tournaments and you're, you know, chasing that first place prize, I do think that is one of the few ways um, to be different on this slate. You know, I think that you could potentially try to, to research, you know, if Houston is going to use a bullpen game, like, who's going to be the bulk guys. Um, 
and, and just try to get leverage using maybe a relief guy that's going to throw like three or four innings. But uh, I think the better option, you know, for for large field tournaments here is just taking a shot on the Atlanta Braves and hoping that um, the bats just show up in this one. So, um, outside of that. Nothing else really to kind of go over here. You know, it is a smaller slate. Um, man, it's a smaller slate and like you can already like I'm recording the night before like I always do. And you can already like feel exactly how people are going to play this slate. And like it makes me it makes me definitely want to play um some entries in some large field tournaments and just play some Braves. Like oh man, they're just they're gonna be low owned. Uh, again, I know I keep saying that, I keep repeating myself, but like I'm just kind of like processing and trying to get through the slate, like process wise. And like I, I just I think they're the ultimate leverage in this one. So um that's it. I don't really have anything else. You know, there's not a lot going on right now. Um, you know, no Thursday night football, like next week when we do some world series games and stuff. Um, you know, I'll be able to talk some Thursday night football and stuff on these shorter slates, but yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. I'll probably, you know, wait and see what tomorrow looks like as far as like, if it's going to be a two or one game slate and, um, I'll probably talk like Sunday night football on after like just, you know, talking the Sunday night football game. So, but yeah, if you guys ever, like, if you have anything that like you want me to talk about over the next couple of weeks, um, feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Stevie TPFL and um, I'll try to work it in. Like, I know like I'll talk some esports and stuff like that. I know you guys enjoyed um, the esports, you know, CSGO breakdown. I just haven't done enough research on that slate, uh, the five-game DreamHack slate, to um, to break that one down. I, I do like – so I love watching um, North of America CSGO. So, like, if you're playing the IEM um, Extreme Masters, North America two-game slate, I love um, Liquid. I think Liquid beats Furia in this one so like uh, just just watching fury in the last match like vinny's been playing really good for them and like he's just not a guy that typically is like a big time fragger and stuff so if he doesn't frag i, I think that i think liquid can win this one and i don't think it's necessarily going to be too close um but it, you know, I, I do. I I say it's not going to be close. I do expect it to go um, three maps for what it's worth. So, um, but yeah, and like if you're playing that two game slate, make sure you pay attention. It is going to be um, B Wells, not um, Booby. So make sure you um, you know get some get some exposure if you're if you're like if you like the whales. Um, Ewells is super cheap. Like he's super cheap. He is a guy that can frag. So definitely don't mind um, a cheap Ewells. So, 
Uh, that's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow talking baseball, Sunday night football, anything that people reach out to me on Twitter. Um, like I said, these, these podcasts are fun. Like there's not really a lot going on. There's not going to be a ton of stuff going on. We're going to talk esports. We're going to talk all kinds of stuff over the next um, month or so. So if you have any suggestions or anything like that, hit me up. If not, um, back right here tomorrow doing this again. So good luck in your contest and uh, see you guys again tomorrow.